Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Well, it was supposed to be a very tricky evening for Ireland. We were a touch nervous beforehand. Ireland against Scotland, number one against number five in the world, and a good number five. But from one minute and three seconds onwards, it was just far more comfortable than we had expected. A tight game was the consensus, but uh, not a bit of it. Ireland had the bonus try wrapped up very early. It was over by half time. It was 26-0. He was sensational on the end of a Jack Crowley kick there. He was the player of the match. And Ireland march on to a quarterfinal against New Zealand next Saturday. Rob and Matt and Shane are still here. We'll be here until 2 a.m., I'm pleased to say. <laughs> uh, we're talking all night. Uh, so, for anyone just joining us, and then we'll get into some footage that you've picked out, which will be interesting. You said something interesting um, when we were on Virgin Media 1, which was you had this performance ahead of the South African performance, the best performance of the pool. Were Scotland not just so terrible that that's reading a touch too much into what Ireland did tonight? Or, or why did you say that? Uh, no, listen, there's no doubt about it. Scotland were absolutely rubbish tonight. Fifth in the world. That was not the performance of a team fifth in the world. I think they were two very different performances. South Africa was an incredibly brave, tough, defensive performance. Yeah. Where we, we went toe-to-toe with the biggest team in the world, defended unbelievably well. This evening was... Our attacking game tore apart the opposition. Our handling was slick, our mm. running lines were slick, starter plays were good, set piece, everything came together yeah. very well. You look back, this the Scotland game, a lot of our set piece wasn't particularly good. There was a lot of things that we didn't do particularly well. Um, so that's why I thought tonight was the most complete, albeit against a far inferior team to South Africa. Yeah. Mm. And Matt, Will the game against New Zealand be more of the variety we saw tonight, whereby Ireland will be relying on slick attacking play, or more like the South Africa, it's roll up your sleeves and dig in and it's and it's physical? I'm, I'm sure a combination of both, of course, but you take my meaning. Yeah, it, it, it's... Look, there's never a game against a team that wears a black jersey that's not physical. Sure. So they're coming out with everything. And, and New Zealand... Uh, you know, the top four teams in the world are unique in the way they play. So we can't sort of say New Zealand play like South Africa. Yeah. New Zealand play almost a similar way to Ireland. They like LQB, they call it, lightning quick ball. Yeah. But the contest at the line out will be 100 times what it was tonight. The contest at the scrum, the contest at the breakdown. Mm. Sam Kane and ev- every player in the black jersey is brilliant at the breakdown. So the challenge they will throw will be very, very different. That first, uh, or the, sorry, the second Irish try... Scotland allowed Ireland to get seven passes in from the line-out. Mm. Like, there is no way New Zealand are going to let you get seven passes in. They're not as as um, hard coming up in D as the box are, but there's much, much more solid than the, um, the, yeah. the Scottish will be. And, and they don't give you the same space between yeah. the defenders. So it's a completely different challenge. And, you know, I, I, when, before we went off, changed channels there, Shane was saying that 
He thinks New Zealand are just in front. Look, it's 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 a cigarette paper again between these teams, and it, it's it's going to be who turns up on the night. Mm. But the challenge New Zealand will pose is fu- yeah. you know it's it's different, but it's great. And I tell you why he said that because I think. Um, you know, his, history does mean something here. Yeah. You know, there there is an, there just New Zealand, ex, two things they expect, even what's gone on the last two years. They expect to win quarterfinals of the World Cup yeah. and they expect to beat Ireland, yeah. right? That actually, that's that's a good starting point for them. As I said, their trajectory in this competition is going up. Their individual skill level is super strong. You can see the fingerprints of Joe Smith on them as well. Okay. So they're they're breaking teams down from first phase because they've analysed them so well. Mm. Um, but um, are Ireland capable of delivering a performance that can beat New Zealand? Absolutely, categorically, yes, is the answer to that. Mm. Um, they didn't, and Andy Farrell mentioned it, they didn't deliver a perfect performance there or they haven't this World Cup. Um, but if they deliver close to a perfect performance against New Zealand, they can certainly beat them. And, and as Rob has been saying over and over again, Ireland are laser focused on the quarter final. That's you know that's their that's the that's their focus point. And is it is it the weight of history that's just swinging you a touch towards the black side? I think so. I think that's what it is. Um, I do think that I think this New Zealand team is is better than we saw mm. um, either against the Springboks. Um, in, in the warm-up game and there was a player off for that um, and France. certainly against France they made they made some really fundamental mistakes I hadn't seen a New Zealand team make as many basic mistakes as that maybe ever because we you know in our era New Zealand just didn't make mistakes didn't mm. never drop the ball sometimes you think how you know how they retained the ball possession for so long without making mistakes mm. um, so I don't I expect a higher level performance than that and uh, you know, if they deliver that, then, you know, it's, it's difficult. Yeah. It's going to be very difficult to right. beat this side. I just And so one counterpoint, because if, if it wasn't you saying this, then I would have quoted Shane Horgan to you to whoever you uh, were in a parallel universe. So Shane Horgan has said that this Irish team confounds the weight of history and confounds our expectations. So let's not worry about the weight of history. Yeah, and listen, they are, with every passing game in this World Cup, with every performance, they are turning a page on history and I really hope yeah. and pray that they do but until they do they're still shackled with that weight okay. without doubt and th- there's another layer to that do you think New Zealand want to get square with a green jersey yeah. do you think New Zealand aren't humiliated and embarrassed about what Ireland did down in the shaky aisles two years ago. Like, mm. The New Zealanders really, really want this game. Do you think Joe's not winding them up? That's their icing on their Oh, yeah, 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 100%, 100%. New Zealand are licking their lips yeah. to play against. Do you, not th- do you not think Ireland must be inside their heads a little bit? Yeah, they must a, be very a, fearful a little of bit, Ireland. But we've had so many conversations about which quarterfinal opposition do we want? Do we want France? Do we want South Africa? Back and forth, back and forth. This has never been a question for New Zealand. <laughs> yeah. We want Ireland in that yeah. quarterfinal. Oh, really? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Of course. 100%. Over Listen, South we Africa are, scary. We are relatively new into the conversation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. New Zealand never even thought about us. You know, you know, and I know we've done well against South Africa and Australia, but even in World Cup, New Zealand never rated us. First in the world, pff, 
Who are you talking to? Yeah. They've they hit the jackpot by getting us in the corners. Yeah. yeah. That's how they see it. In their it, minds. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I do think I do think the perception is changing, right? Now there's it's it's definitely that we're perceived in a different way because we have to be mm. for what's gone over the last five years. But bear in mind we never beat them up until last. So they were dead right. Yeah. You know, but and you know, we, you know, and Rob was on the team, you know, he broke through and so it, things changed slightly at that point and they've changed more significantly since but there is no doubt Rob is 100% right there is no doubt they think if they, if they could have picked anyone you know, from that group it would have been Ireland <laughs> OK um, I, I was sort of asking Matt what type of game he expects I guess a more pointed way of putting it is this is not going to be 13-8 that we saw between Ireland and South Africa this will have tries yeah, it, it will have a lot of tries. And, and, and Shane said earlier on that, you know, talking about the, the South African defence and how it's the hardest one for Ireland to almost play against. New Zealand are pretty soft in their defence. They're not a super aggressive line speed. They'll show you the edges, but they'll hunt you down when you get there. They'll go hard at the breakdown um, in those five, 10 metre edge channels. Ireland will have a lot of ball to attack against them and will put them under a fair bit of pressure. Mm. Um, I do think we'll we'll see some joy uh, attacking against them, but New Zealand are probably still the most lethal team in the competition, them and France, in terms of turnover ball. So if we kick in any way loosely, if we cough up, cough up any cheap possession, yeah. they will punish you. Yeah. J Jack Crowley's little chip tonight, I know the game was won. I, I know, you know, it, it, was, it was over and he's a young player. He does that next week. But we're just saying, here, New Zealand, score off that. Well, it's funny. I think we have a Jack Crowley package. I think this kick that the fellas are talking about might be in this package. So it's worth having a look at his game because I suppose there's every chance he will finish out, Shane, the game next week and beyond. So here he is. What a, um, what a few months this guy's had, you know. And there's one thing you need... Um, you know, to play top-class rugby and it's a certain, um, you know, um, bravery. And I'm not talking just physical bravery, but actually sort of, you know, um, sort, of, sort of emotional bravery and to, to, to take the right option and put yourself in uncomfortable positions to be prepared to get hit like that as yeah. well and, and uh, kick at the same time. And, uh, you know, he showed in, in, in the semi-final um, against Leinster, dropping the goal. There was a, there was a definite courage here. And... Um, he had a lot of good touches today, and and but for maybe you know that uh, ill-advised kick. This might be it. And this is years. it. Just why don't you like that? Well, you know what? It's it, the option wasn't terrible. Actually, the option wasn't good. They had decent people in the backfield there. Uh, it wasn't executed well, and and it probably it's it's low percentage. Yeah. Okay. It's not necessary there. There's lots of other stuff going on. You could actually you can push one into the corner for a line out. You could you know recycle phase again. Um, you know, maybe he's looking at a bit, little bit of a space, but they had they had two in the backfield there. You know, either you're not going to kick it far enough, or you know you're going to kick it too far. Mm. Slow percentage, yeah, and you just New Zealand would eat it up. The, the option was poor, the execution was poor. But to be fair to him, that was the only really negative thing he did in that time. It was great to see him get thirty odd minutes, thirty five, yeah, thirty five minutes. Um, th th there's a real swagger to him, mm, yeah. but it's 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 quite it's, a, it's a confident, quite, it's, it's quite a brave uh, coaching decision. It would be very tempting to say this guy's very young, very raw. I want Ross Byrne to come on and finish yeah, the but job. They obviously, off. see something in him, yeah. but and and we see it in him too. But what pleased me most about him was his square running to the line. Mm. He's not afraid to play flat on the line. He's he, he stays square. 
um, and he chooses the right option more often than not. I think his ceiling is enormous. I think there's a huge, huge amount of potential to him um, that he could be Ireland's long-term number 10. Okay. Oh, Matt, Matt, you know, you know sorry, this, Matt. sorry, um, no, that tens, the tens that work out in the long run and that, you know, hold the jersey for years, they make you pick them. Yeah. Like they come in and they think everyone else is rubbish and they've got big egos. And you look at, you know, you look at O'Gara when he came in for Humphreys. He's like, didn't Ray Humphreys. He was like, get out of here. You're finished. You're too old. Yeah. Sexton came in yeah. and he was like, Gara's no good. He's too old. He's finished. Uh, out. And he, he, you make them pick it. And, and listen, uh, um, Sexton did the same thing with Felipe. You know, Felipe yeah. was like world-class player and he was like, I don't rate him. Yeah. And I'm not saying that, listen, um, uh, Jack certainly would rate Sexton, but he'd, he would have been thinking the same thing about Ross Byrne. He's going, no, listen, Ross Byrne isn't at the same mm. level as me. Mm. And that's what you want. You want someone to you know, take the jersey so it's mine. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I, I, I agree with you completely with what you said. And I think he is the future. And I know people didn't like what I said about him, and that's not fair because I think he is the future and I think he's going to have the 10 jersey for a long term. I, I am very concerned about him coming on in the last 10 in a big game. I just don't think he's got the, the miles in the, under his belt just yet. Just yet. That doesn't mean I don't think he's a good player. It doesn't mean I don't think he can get there. But, you know, you, you miss touch from his own try line. Mm. He, he did a lot of the good things right, but you, you just can't do that. You can't do that in the last 10 minutes for, of a semi-final or a quarter-final against New Zealand. How many times have you, have you seen New Zealand sides, it's Australian, I know this, they're beaten, we've got them beaten with 10 to go and there's a bad kick, bang, you lose the game. That's what they're like. Mm. You've got it, that last 20 minutes, you've got to be perfect. If you're not perfect, if you don't take a restart, they'll score. If you, don't take a, if you, don't, if you miss touch, they'll score. So he's going to learn a lot about that and I, I get why Andy's picking him. But he's got to find his touch. He's got to make the good decisions and he's got to be more in control than he has been in that Would last Would you pick minute. him, Matt, then? No, I wouldn't. I, I, I've said that and it's not that I don't believe in him. It's not that I don't think he's the future. Right now, to close out a game, he, he doesn't make the same mistakes I'd have burned. That's, that's just the coach in me saying that. Ross Byrne isn't as talented as this guy. He's not going on the future of this guy he has, but Ross Byrne has been a lot more big games and has closed out a lot more big games than this young man. And please, I do believe in him. It's not that he's playing no, bad. No, no. I just, I, I just think the other one's better. Your, your point is very clear. Anyone who, who misunderstands it is willfully misunderstanding it. Very quickly, because I want to go to Paris. You two, 
Byrne or Crowley on the bench if you were coaches for next Saturday? It'd be Crowley with me. I think he's got a he's got the bottle to actually deliver under those circumstances. It would be a big ask for him. Yeah. But I do I do think he's he's I don't know whether he's going to be Ireland ten for years. But he just he has a quality about him uh, that means I don't think he would um, wilt under the pressure. I'm not sitting on the fence. But, <laughs> but if it's, we'll if, move it's on. if it's ten minutes to close out a game, yeah. Ross Byrne. If it's 30, 35 minutes to come on, keep playing attacking rugby. We need to score tries, Crowley. You know, that makes sense. It's an interesting point, yeah. Two of them on the bench. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go back to Paris. And in fairness, he came in, did really well. Ian Henderson standing by. It's like that as a team on a big night like this. Yeah, look, we... Going into the game, we knew the first half was going to be vital. Um, we knew that's where Scotland were either going to get all their belief from or that's where we were going to have to try and break them. And fair play to the lads who, who put a good shift in there. First 15 minutes was a huge defensive effort from, from the guys. And uh, and from there in the um, in the second half, obviously we knew they were going to come back out. They were going to come back out firing. They were going to come back out and try and um, show what they're trying to want to play about. And, and they did that. Um, but, but fair play to the lads to stick until the end. Yeah, it's, it's interesting you use that phrase to, to break them. It certainly felt like even that opening 10 minutes, Ireland score a try and then you take all their best shots and come out smiling at the end. That was a crucial stage, wasn't it? Yeah, like we knew we were going to see the best uh, version of Scotland. We wanted them, we knew that they were going to come out in that first half and try and throw everything at us. And, and that, as I said, that defensive set, that big defensive set to start was a real... Uh, a real foundation for us to build on and grow into the game from after that first try. So fair play to the lads, I thought the effort in that um, and for a few of the backs to finish off those tries was brilliant. How satisfying do you think it is for the, for the lads uh, in the backs that you just mentioned there that, that in attack Ireland looked so slick when they had the opportunities? Yeah, look, we, we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to deliver the game that we know we can play. Um, we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to try and be the best version of ourselves that we want to be, to play the game that we want to play and be able to break good teams like Scotland down, like Scotland have an unbelievable defence. Um, and we, when we throughout parts of the game, we felt that we did feel that, that they had us under a fair bit of pressure. But we know when we play our game, it was good enough to beat them and, and that's probably the, the story of the night. You know what's coming next. It's a quarter-final. Uh, it's, it's the All Blacks. Um, I don't know when you start thinking about that. Maybe you have already, but you know about the previous disappointments uh, as well. How do you process that in the days to come? Yeah, look, we've, we've, we've talked about this before. We've talked about like um, the, the quarter-final the, where it's been for us before uh, sort of a, a banana skin. But the way we phrase this, this is a different Ireland team. It's a different Ireland team that's faced quarter-finals before. And, and to every man, I believe that the squad and management believe that. Um, this, thing, this team has done things that other teams haven't done. This team um, has an atmosphere that other teams haven't had. And uh, when things are tough and times are hard, we're going to fall back on that. And, and look, I'm excited to see what this team can put out in the next few weeks. Well done, Ian. Thank you. Thanks for your time. Cheers. You know, in fairness, it's very convincing, confident talk from Ian Henderson. Andy Farrell is in his press conference. So, Mac Hansen went off with the HIA. He went off with a calf injury, is the situation on Mac Hansen. How se severe that calf injury is, I don't know. What he said to James Ryan is a knock on the wrist. No more um, in-depth than that. James Lowe, he couldn't see out of his eye initially, but he can see perfectly now, so he's all good. And Tyke Furlong wasn't even mentioned, so we're presuming he's all good. So. Mac Hansen's calf, James Ryan's wrist, the two issues. There's a possibility, strong possibility that Furlong had a cramp. 
So it, when he goes down in that position, grabs his leg yeah. as you get a cramp and there's nothing there. Well, they, they wasn't even asked. He didn't yeah. come up. That's what it might. Can, so. As you said, he walked off, he looked fine. And what, what we have to understand is there will be injuries through this World Cup. Sure. So we can't beat ourselves up over that. We've got an incredibly good injury profile and uh, uh, to this point. Mm. And, and there are always, you know, there, there are really sob stories here as well. I feel for Henderson in particular, or sorry, Henshaw in particular. Yeah. You know, it's really tough, but it is part of rugby yeah. and Ireland have done quite well to this point. It sounds like we'll be in good shape injury-wise going into New Zealand. Yeah, so that would be if... That would be Keith Earl starting if Mac Hansen's calf didn't behave and who's on the bench? Well, I'd, I'd tip towards Jimmy O'Brien. I'd have to see what, what's happening with Henshaw. Yeah. If he's out for the time. I tournament. think he's out. He see, that. Yeah. In, in that case, it most likely would be Jimmy O'Brien yeah. because then you could shift Keith Earls into the centre and right. you have back row cover. Yes. Keith could play third on. As you said on uh, when we were on Virgin Media 1, we just can't have a situation next week where Gibson Park's on the wing. Yeah, or, for that long. Yeah. Okay. And that's nothing against Stuart McClellan. He did really well when he comes on. But he, he tends to just be a 12. So when he came when he came on, there was like we had to move four people around. Gary had to come to, to the wing. Bundy had to get, move to 13. It was a lot of movement for that. Then we had another injury. Jamison Gibson Parks on the wing. We had to bring uh, Connor on. Yeah. So it, the, I, the, I don't like moving uh, ring rows to the wing. No, and no. I know we, we've done that potentially if, if um, you know, if there's an injury and... and um, Henshaw's on the bench, but slightly different. You know, I, I, I would be keeping him at 13 at all costs. Okay. Especially against New Zealand. Yeah, especially we, against New Zealand. Can we just, before we go, because we didn't get a chance on air tonight, look at the two Scottish tries, Rob, and you can tell me, is this something to be worried about or was this just a consequence of where the game was? No, it's nothing to be worried about. I don't think, again, Jemison's defending on the wing for, for parts of it. Listen, Scotland did put some good phases of attack together. I thought they were hugely lateral, but that's just one step. Henderson gets caught on the outside uh, and then Murray gets beaten on the outside by a hooker, which is not something you'd like to see again. Uh, this one a little bit more concerning maybe because this is exactly what the All Blacks will do. They'll attack you from deep mm. and they'll run it from everywhere. But you know, to, to, to hold Scotland scoreless for such a big part of the game and then, listen, there's an element of concentration and, yeah. and switching it was, it was off. Two here and two, two minutes, yeah, which was exactly. the strange aspect. And, yeah. Listen, something like that's actually really good for a head coach because yeah. the following week it gives you the perfect point of attack to say, yeah. boys, you lost your head for a moment in that game, you mm. do that this weekend mm. and it could be the game over. Just before we go, Matt... There was a period, it's interesting, Andy Farrell said it to Tommy, that period after James Lowe had scored and then there's 10 or 15 minutes where Scotland have all the ball, all the territory and there's turnovers and they, they hold Scotland out and almost break them, you feel. Yeah. Andy Farrell loved that. So you can talk us through Irish defence here. Yeah, it, it was superb, superb Irish defence. Again, D wins games. Look at this screen wall, just moving up, nice and calm, staying connected. Great tackle out there. Mac Hansen, look up again, a double, a double effort. Look at them fighting and then they were so good at the breakdown. Shane, like, how many turnovers did they have? Here, watch the, the, the guys moving up, no panic, staying in control, trusting the guy inside you, trusting the guy outside you, doing your job, not doing someone else's job, solving problems as a group, not trying to solve them as an individual and again, over the ball, 
winning position. And what right? happens, you, the Scotland team just run out of ideas. Yes. That's generally what happens. And a lot of those attacks were sort of deep in the 22, started off with, with line-outs and ended up outside the 22. And we saw South Africa do that against Scotland and Ireland did, did similarly. But you know, then they started attacking, in, uh, um, attacking through the line and that's where you get the huge amount of, of uh, yards uh, gained. But uh, as Matt said, that ability for quite a number of Irish players to turn over the ball, you know, it's not like you know, years gone by where you're waiting for your seven to get on the ball. It's, they're all capable of doing it. Like, how good is Bundyaki over the ball? Yeah. You know, Peter O'Mahony, is, you know, he's played seven at, you know, at a world-class level. Of course, Van der Fleer is there. You know, we saw even Jemison Gibson Park yeah. Porter <laughs> over the ball there. The, 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 whole, the whole Irish team is littered with people who, who are really strong over the ball. Do you know really strong. And but, brave. Yeah. So brave going in there. Yeah. Uh, but, it was interesting. After Ireland scored the first try... Andy Farrell was really animated. He was the one jumping up and down. But you saw Paul O'Connell, um, you know, and the rest of them were really calm when they stopped yeah. the, the attack and they got that ball turned over. It was actually, I only think it was a scrum. The whole of the bench mm. jumped up. Yeah. The, whole of the, the whole of the coaching squad. Do you wins games? Yeah, well, they'll need it next week. We are pretty much out of time. My thanks again to Rob and Matt and Shane. We'll see you tomorrow morning, half past 11. We are on the air. It's Japan against Argentina. And then join us from half past three next Saturday. We'll have Wales against the winner of tomorrow's game. And then the small matter of Ireland, New Zealand, World Cup quarter final. We've been waiting for this for about four years. It's here. We'll see you next week. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.